I'm Rev David. Thanks for joining me as I wander through life. This podcast was first broadcast as part of a service for Sunday the 26th of July 2020. Last week I'd intended on talking about the parable of the mustard seed. But a few things came up and then I got diverted with some other thoughts and I, did, and I ended up talking about Martha and Mary. Then last night I saw something on the internet about someone who'd visited Martha and Mary's house on a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. And outside the house in the garden is a great big mustard tree. And then when I opened up the lectionary this morning to see what I'm supposed to be preaching on this week, it's Matthew thirteen thirty-one, the parable of the mustard seed. Let me read it to you. It's only a couple of lines long. There are a couple of other parables that I'll read as well. All of them describe what Matthew calls the kingdom of heaven, which we could also refer to as the kingdom of God. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and planted in his field. Though it is the smallest of all seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree with such big branches that the birds come and perch in its shade. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into about 60 pounds of flour until it worked all through the dough. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again and then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found one of great value, he went away and sold everything he had and bought it. The first words that Jesus says in Mark's Gospel are, The time has come. The kingdom of God has come near. Turn to God and believe the good news. The word church is only used a couple of times in the New Testament. But the phrase Kingdom of God or Kingdom of Heaven is used over and over again. And every time we pray the Lord's Prayer, and how many billions of times has that been prayed in the last 2,000 years, we pray, Thy Kingdom come. So what's all the fuss about? There are some clues for us in these short and simple parables. The Kingdom of God is of great value. Valuable enough to sell all your possessions so you can own the field with the treasure in it or so you can own the pearl of great price. The kingdom of God is small but it has great influence like the yeast in the dough, the smallest ingredient and yet affecting the whole loaf of bread. And the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed, starting small but ending up many, many times its original size. But what I want to focus on 
is not the change in size from small to big, but in what happens afterwards. The birds come and perch in its shade. I was lucky enough to spend three and a half weeks in the Holy Land in 2008, and I quickly learned that as soon as I got off the air-conditioned coach, then I needed to head for the shade. Except with the sun always high in the sky, and clouds virtually non-existent, the shade was always hard fought over. This image of the kingdom of God being like a large mustard tree with lots of branches and shade open to all where the birds can simply fly in and take advantage of it. This image is one that's always motivated me in my ministry. Not just as an ordained minister, but simply as a Christian. God welcomes everyone. They can just swoop in and take advantage of God's open and generous nature. I want God's kingdom here on earth to be just like that. And I want our churches and church communities to be like that too. Open, welcoming, generous. Returning to the gospel, the story of Jesus' ministry is all about him being open and welcoming and generous. Teaching, healing, feeding, eating, alongside, walking with. Jesus lives the kingdom values. Or, as I was saying last week, he brings the future into the present. I'm recording this on the 25th of July, exactly four months since the lockdown was announced. One of the results of this time has been that what we really value has been thrown into sharp focus. A sense of community, a need for relationship, an understanding of our own vulnerability. All of this is possible if we are prepared to gather in the shade of the mustard tree. But more than that, it's possible for others too. And there are no entry requirements. There's no one on the door checking what you look like or speak like or what you believe in. Just fly in. Can we turn our churches into mustard trees? As we start to unlock them, what do we need to change? Is it the building? Is it the doorway? Is it the invitation? Or is it we, you and me, that need to change? That's it for now. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time.